previously on. Tonight's guest is uh, Will Pelley from Rockstar Taco. Howdy. And, and, of course, we have Becca with us, too, tonight. Hey, hey. Nobody likes a sweaty taco. <laughs> I like to put them in my mouth. I like extra meat in my taco. <laughs> I'm going to put my sweaty meat in your sweaty taco. Keep the Jim Beam coming. <laughs> that sure is a lot of cheese in your taco, baby. Tony, can I help you announce some of the concert calendar? Yeah, oh, let's Sweet. do that. Let's Sweet. do that. Let's we'll go ta- back and let's forth. Tag team. Yes. Oh. Was that a wrestling like a joke? Or? Yes. Okay. Yes. No. It, for him, it was a wrestling joke. For, for me, it, it was, was very <laughs> sexual. <laughs> Like, uh, here's another thing for all you fucking pick haters. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. I just, I get sick of people. Who, I know. Fuck. You know what? But you know what? If I were to bitch about every single person I got sick of, I'd be, I'd be fucking dry in the mouth. And that's just this week. <laughs> well, when I put my sweaty meat in your sweaty taco and we put a little cheese on it. A little cheese. Knocking that dust loose. A lot of cheese. That rock star dust. A, a, a lot of cheese. This is Beyond FM. Hey guys, it's Pat from Beyond FM. And if you're in the mood for some great food with an Irish spin, they get out to Shamrocks in St. Peter's. They have some of the best food around, and that's not an Irish jig. <laughs> See what I did there? Get your hands on the Shamrocks famous buffalo chicken pizza, or go for some of the burgers. And those are my favorite. The Wee Burgers, or even the O'Fatty Milk gets me every time. Check out the new location at 7337 Mexico Road in lovely St. Peter's. It's Shamrocks. Peace, quiet, and good order will be maintained in our city to the best of our ability. Riots, melees, and disturbances of the peace are against the interest of all our people and therefore cannot be permitted. We interrupt this program to bring you on behalf of the United States government. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Stand by. I'll be right there. Beyond radio. Beyond. Now, here comes the music.
best of everything STL. It is Beyond FM. Good evening, and it is Outrun the Fall with our latest flood. Good evening. Thanks for joining us. Uh, if you're online, uh, listening to us on the website or in the archives by chance, uh, we do have a 24-hour radio station. It's called Beyond FM 24-7. You can download it for Android and iOS. And, of course, you can listen on our new website, beyondfm24-7.com. Tonight, we have the wonderful Patrick Booz with us. You? Have you ever did any modeling, Patrick? No. No? Nope. No? Are you sure? Positive. Because you're a handsome man. I don't believe you. You are. You are a handsome man. I have not done any modeling either, believe it or not. But our guest tonight has. I was wondering when you were going to, why you were asking about the modeling thing, and then I was like, oh, yeah, Yeah. sitting to my left is a certified model. That's right. How do you get certified to be a model? Certified, like I guess I don't know. Let's you get ask, paid to do let's it. Ask Sky. Does that make you certified? It just kind of happens in my experience. Like people just ask you, and you start to do it, and pretty soon you are a model. But I don't, I, it's not something where it's like you graduate. Like I mean, there are like some places around that'll try to scam you and say, "Yeah, you know, we'd really love to have you model for us, but could you just pay like, you know, a couple thousand dollars for our modeling classes?" I'm like, I think I kind of get how to do it. Used to be the same way with radio. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, <laughs> that that school's done. You missed them. Yeah, rest in peace, broadcaster. Well, not really rest in peace, but yeah. Yeah. Wasted about twelve grand of my life right there. So I got lucky. I only had to spend five. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I, I do think it is true though. There's so many things where it's like, man, you know, you could have just started doing it and not paid all that money for those classes because it's like there's so many things you can just learn by doing it. Like that's how I've been with pretty much everything I've done. It saved me money, but yeah, I did go to college and study English, and no, I haven't done anything with it really. I can just say that yeah, I went to college. That's it's a plus. Yeah. It's better than not going well. I, I mean, it's about the same thing I'm doing with, my, with me with me going to Jeffco. I went to Batarot, man. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me now. I'm making tacos and, you know, other things. But we'll talk more, more about that later. Radio magic. Yes, radio magic. Um, <clears throat> um, our wonderful uh, 10 Cents kids are not here tonight. They are undedicated. They are at the Blues game. Lucky. Little shits. Seriously, <laughs> it's a big night, though. It's, it is. Uh, a good, it is it's it's, it's Chris Pronger's re- uh, Jersey retirement night, so number forty-four is going to be in the rafters from yes. here on out. And you know, the next time he sees you, he's going to wear it and be like, "Look at this, buddy." Yeah, I know. I'm going to be pissed <laughs> if I ever see him again. I haven't seen him since last year. Mm, me either. It was such a long time. No, actually, I mean, we haven't seen seen them since before Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a minute, so yeah. we all had a, lo- a, a a very rough last six months of twenty twenty one. So roughly, yeah. Yeah, who hasn't? Yeah. So now we're getting back to it, full throttle. We are. Um, for those of you who do not know, uh, in in March uh, we are going to be uh, we have acquired a space to do Beyond FM events. That means we are going to. Be supporting the scene as hard as possible, and uh, we'll have more details coming up on that a little bit. Uh, I, I do have one show that we are going to mention in said space, even though it's not quite a Beyond FM event, but it's a test run. It's a test run. It's a test run. All right. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. And so that'll be fun. Also have concert calendar. I'm sure we'll have some sports. Yep. 
Uh, concert count is a little bit bigger than it was last week, but not much. But it is, like we said Gaining last traction. week. It's, it's the start it's, of 2021. You know, it's going to take a few yeah, weeks cold. into it's, the it's, year. Yeah, so. it's, it's cold out. Nobody wants to go out anyway. I feel like January is the sleep month. It is. Yeah. It's like nobody really wants to do anything. It's cold. I don't know about you, but I've been just like basically hibernating. I do my thing, and then I'm like, well, that's that's enough for today. <laughs> Especially with the snow and whatnot. So. Well, it, it was like a dusting, and it was funny. Like, yeah. I I like to have the news on like when I'm at home and. I was, like, hearing them talk and talk about all the snow tomorrow. And, and they're talking about, like, you know, we are, we're worried about, like, short staffing. But we think we're going to have enough people to put out all the salt. And the next day, I'm like, there's, like, barely enough snow to even cover the grass. And they were talking about it all night. We I think pretty- these people just get... Like it's the bored. wonderful world of St. Louis television. And they St. get bored. And what, weather. Yeah. what is there to talk about? And so as soon as there's any chance of snow, then they just get all excited and talk it up. And then everyone's like, what? This is it? So what are, what area do you live in? I live downtown. I actually like speaking the blues. I like live right by there. And we're talking like as, uh, as Tony was picking me up like oh my god is there a blues game I'm so sorry there was because traffic <laughs> is always horrible it wasn't bad so we, nobody got any so what did you get down south like in the in the county how much snow did you guys get in the county just uh, not even probably not even an inch so from what I read on the weather report we were supposed to get between two and four in the northwestern part so like Wentzville and the St. Mm-hmm. Charles and like spreading down through like Baldwin and whatnot they were supposed to get like two to four and it was supposed to be either like three to six further southeast into St. Louis and on in the like Jefferson County and they were supposed to get almost like 10 inches of snow on like the SEMO area so apparently it got we got almost like three inches in like Wentzville and St. Charles area hmm. and you guys barely got anything down this way yeah because we so were talking, completely we were talking about here just being closed Saturday, and then we woke up Saturday and we're like, <laughs> "Yeah, we ain't closed." I mean, there was a fair amount of snow in Wentzville. Yeah, I th- but I thought the city was supposed to get like one to three inches, and we yeah. got like point one two inches or something. I think we maybe got like, like two that. inches, two or three inches in Wentzville. So, wow, it was enough to get out there and have to shovel the driveway. Just put it that way. Yeah, we didn't have. To, I didn't have to shovel shit. <laughs> I, I barely even brushed off my car. I was just like, psh, psh, okay, it's done. Yeah, there was That's enough. It. There was plenty of ice. But it was cold as shit. Yeah, it was cold as shit. Today, I thought it was supposed to be like a little warmer, and it was just like it was windy. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was like, I was getting freezing, and I thought like, wait, but it's like above freezing. Why am I like my face was like numb? Trying to run this morning was damn near impossible for me. Oh my god, so that's funny. Like I was going to go running and then I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna go on the elliptical instead because I just saw it was like cloudy and and I saw like it's supposed to be warmer tomorrow and I'm like, Ugh, I'll just do it tomorrow. <laughs> Jesus. I ran to the bathroom. <laughs> the refrigerator. That's, that's the extent that of it. your cardio for the day. But where I live I have to go upstairs to do that, so I did go up and down steps. So. Making progress. Yeah, I'm getting there. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll do sports, counselor, calendar, and more. But first, we're going to play something from Ashland. Uh, they are uh, they have the track of the week on our website on Beyond FM twenty four dash seven. Wait, we have a track of the week. We have on... a track of the week every week. Oh, Last wow. week was New Lingo. Nice with their song Tightrope. 
This week is going to be Ashlyn, and it is going to be for their song called Shut Down. And we're going to enjoy it right now as soon as I pop that up. And uh, this is on Beyond FM. Beyond FM. STL. Beyond New music first. Discrepancies. Control. Beyond 
like something's gotta be How can I function properly with dysfunction inside of me? Honestly, I'm an anomaly Constantly stage conquering an oddity On an odyssey to rage without apology Yo, come take a sip of my sickness If you think it's a bluff And for those who can't get enough We'll be filling your cup You can feel the adrenaline in the building We're building it up The game's in a serious clutch Stress that we're giving up And I lost control, I may have lost my mind But I brought the flows, I had to toss my woes I exhausted those, we left the cons behind Now I rock with pros, and I just got a message from my senorita Who always act surprised when she see my reply Gripping shows that on the road so they can see why we fly But St. Louis will forever be my C-I-T-Y-C-I Get the feeling someone's testing me Who knew a little bit of illness was the recipe Giving you the best of me with no regrets Won't rest till I rest in peace and leave One for my people, two for the show Three for my homies out here grinding on the road We up and here now, we come to get down We shutting shit down, get up and get down Four for the destination, five for the ride Six for everyone who overcame all lives We up and here now, we come to get down We shutting shit down, get up and get down Wanna give them something to remember when your cask is laid? Hit the road with some goals and a path to play. Let go, lose control as you crash the stage. You can stop fishing for props and massive praise. Don't got a lot, but you know what I have to say. Discrepancies in control on the best of everything STL Beyond FM. Those guys playing Cape Girardeau, February 19th at Shakers, along with Inner Outlines, a couple other people that I didn't remember. but My former home. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah. So tickets, they, they announced the show today. And so while we're on the, the show we were talking about last week that they were saying. They no, were they're going to be something. playing, I believe, Pops on the 30th, I heard, with Nonpoint. Because they're on tour with Nonpoint right now, but nice. I'm not 100 percent sure on that. Pops is I can't say anything bad about Pops, but uh, they're slacking on their calendar because I, I don't see a Nonpoint show on there. Well, I haven't looked recently, but last time I looked, there wasn't an announcement for it. But that's just me. Okay, so uh, speaking of concerts, we are going to talk about our concert calendar, and here we go. Uh, 33 on the needle, long sweet minutes. Or, yeah, long sweet minutes. Yeah, I read that right. An Anxious Mofo at the Heavy Anchor on Saturday the 22nd. Uh, Mads and Company, the Centaurettes, and West End Junction at the Heavy Anchor on the 27th of Some January. friends of yours with the Centaurettes. Centaurettes, yes. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, at the Heavy Anchor on January 28th. Wait, which, they, no, which the 29th. Heavy Anchor, if I'm not, correct me if I'm wrong, the Heavy Anchor's got some a uh, lot of shows coming up. Yeah. 
uh, on the 29th, the Holy Hand Grenades, Be Good Elliot, and the Hedden Fields at the Heavy Anchor. Uh, at the Sinkhole, there we go, some, a, a new, another club. Um, Bring Me the Fires with Beckham and Misplaced Religion on Friday, February 4th. Uh, the Road to Point Fest at Pops, Saturday the 5th of February. Uh, it's going to be uh, Bring Me the Fires again. They're getting around. They're, they're booking shows. So, um, Secondhand Sin, Crystal Lady, um, Accidentally on Purpose, and that is on February 5th. That's uh, what season or session two, round one of round, Road to Point Fest. Um, the Heavy Anchor on February 18th, uh, Dialogue uh, and Blinded by Stereo. And then uh, I mentioned something about the back room uh, here at Gaslight. Uh, Gaslight Lounge, I don't know if we're officially calling it. I, we haven't decided what we're calling it, but we're going to call it the Gaslight Lounge for now. And uh, Saturday, February 19th, uh, it's a private listening party for a new album called From Solitude, and it's with our friends Nimical Drive. Nice. And tickets are available at Eventbrite, and uh, they're out there. Get them. It'll be a fun night. Um, on February 25th, Crystal Ladies birthday bash at Blueberry Hill Duck Room. And then last but not least, uh, Saturday, March 19th, Bring Me the Fires with Where's the Rum, Rum and Suzy Q at the Conservatory out in Alton. So, and that's it. Some good shows coming up, even if they are kind of limited. Yeah. I'm not going to complain at all. So what do you think? Okay, so the Gaslight Lounge. Mm-hmm. You, don't, you don't think you want to call it that? I don't know. I, I don't know. It it's been called that. makes sense. It has a nice ring to it. Well, we all, I mean, everybody around here calls it the warehouse. Yeah. So I kind of like the warehouse. I mean, if you enter in Gaslight Studio, like, it comes up the Gaslight Lounge as yeah. is. So yeah, you got to think if you want to put, like, that back room, you want to put it to some good use, you got to come up with, like, a different name for it. That's true. Gaslight Warehouse? Mm, that's kind of, that's, like that's, not, that's good. Like, combo both of them? I yeah, don't know. That's, yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, it's, it's going to have Gaslight somewhere in there, but I don't know. I just, it's not a fit. We haven't officially said, okay, we're calling it this, and that's right. But... It's going to be fun. Um, our good friend Patrick Booz is going to do sports here in a minute. He's going to be on uh, Underground St. Louis on Wednesday. Yep. Our good friends over there. With uh, Sam, and he said some comedian of his, a uh, friend of his, he wasn't sure. He, Sam doesn't have any friends, so uh, it should just yeah. be You should just I, say I was, comedian. I was, I was kind of hesitant when he first said, yeah, a comedian friend of mine. I'm like, Sam, you don't have any friends, but I didn't want to be an asshole. So... No he ain't your friend. No. He's not. You ain't you ain't got no friends. You ain't got no friends, man. You ain't got the lie, Craig. All right, are you ready? I mean, if you want to do sports. Uh, all right. Here's our cheesy sports intro for now. It's Patrick Booz with still Sports waiting. on the on the film. Still oh. waiting for the day for a new sounder to come through, but you know, I'm trusting the person. Wait a minute, let me see if I can find something here. Don't play it that one. Like a no, game no, no, no. Show. No, I got it. Does, it does, does it? <laughs> I mean, it's complete. Yeah, it does. I'm almost expecting like, like the ghost of Alex Trebek to announce me or something. <laughs> Let me. You're like, oh, you're just talking about sports. I thought this was going to be exciting. Ouch. I'm a sports hater. I'll oh, be honest. Damn. Like speaking of the Blues, like 
Hey, well, you I, live I next like to you. Well, because for me, it's just like, oh, man, I can't go anywhere now because y'all are just invading. Uh, really, they do invade. He didn't send it to me yet. He told me he was going to. but What? Our, our voice guy was going to uh, send over something, and I thought he would have it in there. Uh, there's always next week or the week after that. Sports. <laughs> All right. So the reason why Jeff and Jen are not here, because the Blues are in action tonight. They are 4-2 since the start of the new year. They got the Predators tonight. Uh, Predators are sitting 24-12-3, and, and only a couple of points ahead of St. Louis in the standings in the Central Division. Uh, Blues are trying to bounce back after that 6-5 loss to the Maple Leafs this past Saturday, where... They looked great for the first five minutes of the game and then got their asses handed to them for the next almost 20 minutes and then came back, tied it, and then lost in the final three minutes. Uh, yeah, they, it's Chris Pronger's retire, jersey retirement night, so the former captain, number 44, gets his jersey hang, hanging in the rafters from here on out next to McKinnis and the Plaguers and pretty much, you know, Brett Hall. Gretzky, all those guys sitting up yeah. top, basically. So it's a big night over at the Enterprise Center. Um, we should be getting close to pitchers and catchers reporting, but it does not look like it's happening because the CBA has run out. It ran out on December 1st of 2021, meaning that there is now a lockout in effect for Major League Baseball. So what that means, since you are not the most sports person in the world, Tony mm-hmm. means uh, anybody within or within the Cardinal organization, anybody on the forty man roster, cannot work out like with the team. Oh, they can't. They can't mean they can work out on their own at home. They can work out at home. They can do all the drills <laughs> they want to at home, but they can't do any team activities until the collective bargaining agreement comes back into play. And it does not look like it's coming anytime soon. Like the reports coming out are saying that the owners are way far to the right. The players far off to the left and they are just acting like spoiled little kids just not wanting to work it out at all they so are so far they're apart. like arguing over money yeah arguing they, over they, money they don't make arguing. enough money well it's it's a matter of arguing over the revenue and other things that come into play and shit like that but yeah it's coming down to basically what it is it's coming down towards the money and yeah it's not looking like there's going to be any baseball within the next couple of months, it could affect the regular season. But, you know, a couple of guys over at, um, what was it, over at X, I was having a talk with uh, Kevin Wheeler and Chris Ranji, and they were saying, you know, you only really need about two to three weeks of spring training. So if it's shortened spring training, it's not the biggest issue in the world. If, it start, if they can come to an agreement within the next, like, month, we'll get maybe three weeks of spring training, and then it's regular season time. So... Um, there is uh, some interesting stuff happening. Not to, for, not to cut you off. To me, if you're making, if you if you have a job where you're making millions of dollars, you're you should be at least somewhat training when you're not in season anyway. Well, right. Yeah. Just yeah. say it. Yeah, I mean, you should be ready to go come spring training, and most of the time, a lot of the guys are. But then, you know, there are very few guys that there are guys that are going down to like. Venezuela and they're going to the Dominican Republic and Cuba and getting playing time down there. Like I think Yachty, he's gone to the DR at least once within for at least like a month or two months during the off season every single year since he's been called up since so far. So yeah, there, he's staying in shape. I guarantee you. And a lot of the guys most likely are, they just can't do it. Like 
with the, with their teammates, basically. I'd be angry if somebody said no teaming to me. Sorry. But I'm sure. Where's it? There it is. Where's it? Where's it? Oh, that. Well, that one's. Right. No. Nope. Yeah, that one worked. <laughs> that go. one did work. The <laughs> wah, 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 wah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, some interesting notes coming out of the Cardinals, though. Even though that there are the forty-man roster is not in in effect right now, they have made a couple of signings on the international market pool, bringing in a kid from the DR, bringing in another kid from South America, and what they're calling <laughs> this is this is amazing. They're saying he is his name is Won Bin Cho. He's only 18 years old, and he's being described as a five-tool player and is the best prospect to come out of South Korea in a long time. So we could have some international players coming in within the next couple of seasons. I mean, they signed him to a pretty decent, like, I think it was like a four-year deal, only like one and a half mil, which is unheard of for like major league deals, but he's going to be spending a lot of time, most likely in in the minors, whenever things come back into play, so... Uh, and that's it for the local stuff. You want to talk about some playoff stuff for sure, football? Why not? Unfortunately, the Rams are in the playoffs and they're playing the Cardinals tonight. Oh, um, there is one thing to mention. The funniest thing to happen when it comes to the Rams. So do you remember about five, six years ago when they, when all the media coverage came out? about the Rams leaving, and they were talking to Kevin Demoff, and what did it say? That he was the uh, CEO or whatever slash professional liar. That's what they had him on as Channel 5. There was, was like, that's what he was being described as, was, like, he was, like, the chief operating officer for the Rams, and he was, like, vice president of, like, uh, player relations or, or something like that. And then Channel 5 put on there slash professional liar because he <laughs> lied to the city. He lied to the he lied to the fans for so much, so many, so many years saying, yeah, we're going to put the best product we can. Hey, we're not leaving. We're not leaving. We're not leaving. And the first chance they got, they go down to Inglewood. So last week, I think it was on the 12th, he puts out this tweet saying something along the lines of, you know, it's a great day in Rams history because seven years ago, we uh, arrived in Inglewood, and then we signed Sean McVay the very next day, blah, 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 blah. And he has been getting obliterated on Twitter by the entire city of St. Louis. <laughs> like, the entire city of St. Louis has just ha- been hammering him with tweets. He has had to block so many people from the city of St. Louis because they are just <laughs> teeing off on him. I don't know much about sports, but, like, the one thing I do know is if you're in, from St. Louis... Hate on the Rams. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I guess there are a few people who are just like, oh, but but the Rams, they love them no matter where they go. But like, man, that's pretty depressing. You're going to just abandon your city and go somewhere else. But again, it's like the yeah. money thing. Well, yeah, it is the money thing. And then they, the fact that they lied to the entire city. They There's a reason why Stan Kroenke had to pay out seven, $790 million to the city of St. Louis for how they handled the relocation process and how many times they lied to the city. That's and I still say the city kind of fucked themselves out of that. They could have gotten so much more money out of, out of Stan Kroenke because the guy's worth almost like $10 billion. They could have got at least, at least a billion out of him, make an actual dent rather than barely taking anything from him. Yeah. Yeah. He don't care. 
he's just like, okay, just get it over with. Take my money. Yeah, seven hundred ninety million, yeah. which comes. It works perfectly because that's Jeff Fisher Day, seven and nine. <laughs> so, all right, that's and yeah, I'm sick and tired of boring you guys. So there's sports for you. No, you're good. Okay, well, there we go. And that was sports with Patrick Boo on Beyond FM. Jeff's not here to make fun of me anymore. So sports jeopardy. It yes. does. It That's does. what it is. Sports Jeopardy with Patrick Boone. I will take players that suck for five hundred. Uh, Jared Goff <laughs> from the Detroit Lions. Now, formerly with the Rams. So, yeah. All right. Guess what we're gonna do? We gonna take a break. We're gonna take a break, and then we're gonna get to talking about modeling and dancing and stuff. Stuff we know a lot about. We don't know a lot about <laughs> stuff that she knows a lot about. Yeah, I don't know much about sports at all. I yeah, mean, either not anymore. I I read the headlines just so I can sound cool sometimes. But that's about it. I can that's, never that's, sound cool. That's that's what exactly what he was doing there for a while. <laughs> You'd read the headlines and then you try to ask him about it. And he's like, "Yeah." It was like, yeah. "Oh, Rams." Yeah, don't say you like the Rams. Okay. <laughs> okay, so we're we gonna uh, play tones. We're going to play um, something by Wes Hoffman, who is going to be our guest next week here on the big radio program. And so this is his latest or their latest because it's Wes Hoffman and friends technically. But um, and this is their latest called For What It's Worth. And it's on Beyond FM. Beyond FM. St. Louis. St. Louis. St. Louis. Beyond FM. The best of everything STL.
guys playing Cape Girardeau on uh, February 19th along with discrepancies it's inner outlines and closed doors it's on the best of everything STL BIFM thank you for tuning in um, 
we've had, I mean, we've had rock stars that we've interviewed. We've interviewed wrestlers. We, we've interviewed Spider-Man. We've interviewed Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, children's Which one? author. Children's author. Well, I mean, it was, you know, a, a guy dressed up as Spider-Man, but we still talk to him. Yeah. And Batman. <laughs> still t- that doesn't count. And Pikachu. And Pikachu and Batman and uh, Tinkerbell the dinosaur. Yeah. Yeah. And, so, well, the children's author and then, oh, man, we've interviewed, we, we're like all over the spectrum. And now we're we, get to, we, get to, we get to chalk up another no, first. Well, two, well, we get to chalk up a model, dancer. We can, can we call you a singer-songwriter, technically? Yeah. Too? You can so, call me that. <laughs> she's I, she's, I'm she's like, many things. She wears many hats. I she's do a got, lot of different things, and that's the one thing where it's like, uh, I was just talking while we were on break about how it's like I break up with it a billion times, I always come back, and I'll make some posts on Facebook, like, I'm quitting music, guys, I'm done for real, and then everyone comment, no, don't do it, Sky, come on, and then, like, some, like, a month or two later, I'll find myself, like, picking up my guitar, and I'll be, like, saying, I got a song, guys, and I'll make a video, and <laughs> I'm very, like, lo-fi about it, like, I just legit take my phone and get a voice memo going, and... My songwriting method is weird. Like, I talk for, like, 30 minutes about whatever the hell comes to my head. (laughs) And then, so, like, brain is just, like, coming up with words. Because I really, like, words aren't my thing. Like, I'm a dancer primarily. And Mm -hmm. I always say, like, I don't even want music with words anymore. Um, And I'll just, like, suddenly have an idea of, like, something to sing about. And it's all improv. And then I go back and I'm like, okay, which parts do I like? And usually it's a song. Sometimes I just don't finish it. But I'll go back and listen to stuff later, and I'm like, damn, why didn't I just, like, finish writing this? Usually I just forget. There's a method to it, and everybody's got their own It's method. It's your art, and it's the way you want to do it. Just yeah. do it. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I now, do. There's nothing wrong with that. Wasn't there a band, like a well-known band years ago, that said the way they would pick out, like, how to do a song or, like, their song lyrics, they would, like put stuff on like a dartboard and they would just start throwing darts and whatever it hit and whatever it landed on that's the way they went with the song that's rad i feel like anything where it's just like you don't think too much about it and it's just like go start doing something and like like i'll say things i'm like i don't even know what that means but it sounded really cool i used to just write a bunch of random pretty sounding words that go together and then, and and be really mad, and that was it. Now it's <laughs> Tony T angst right there. Yeah, that was when I was young and dumb, and I thought I was. I thought my life sucked, and now fuck this. And now, you know. And was then that, I look back, and, and then I'm like, no, no, it really sucks. Was that like during like Nirvana era, like '90s era, like during the yeah, it was like, like the, the grunge era. And we were like very, that. you know. Influenced by a lot of different things and like corn and Pearl Jam and you know all that stuff and so I was born in the wrong decade because I I was like I was born in the nineties but the nineties is like my favorite decade of all music mm. but it's like well wait I was like five years old when like the best things were coming out and I yeah. like later on listened to that like when I was like in my early twenties and realized wait like why was I listening to this before. I'm kind of the opposite. I think I was born way too early because I listen to so much music that's and 
that's probably if I don't know what age appropriate really is, but you know, I love a lot of things that teenagers would listen to just because my mind is so broad and my music spectrum, like and my friends are just, I don't even say my friends, but people that I associate with that are about my age are kind of stuck in the music world. Like they just listen to what they listen to and that's it. You know, I, I always say I should have been born in like the forties or the fifties because like my favorite artist, oh, yeah. like my parents brought me up to that listen to right. the fifties would have been just kick ass to be seriously alive. because like the musically, Beatles, like musically. Yeah, yeah. Like some, like some of the stuff that I've listened to like my entire life, I was brought up to listen to were the stones, the doors, Elvis, the Beatles, yeah. the kinks, all of them. Like I, all I, that, I, all that, uh, I mean, all the stuff that came out of Motown, all the stuff that came out of Nashville, you know, like the, the rockabilly stuff. And yeah. oh, man, a lot so of the good. shit that came out of England, man, mm-hmm. I was listening to all that growing up. Like I would, my, so my mom would take me to like, she was, they, you know, they, my parents ran their own business. So they had to go out and like collect money from like, like the people that lived on their properties. So my mom had to go out and like bang on doors. She'd leave me in the car and we listen to KLOU when it was playing nothing but oldies. Mm-hmm. So it'd be playing like, Remember, this is like 90s. So this is playing 20 years prior. So this is like six, late 60s, early 70s music. Yeah. So I remember listening to like shit like from the Bee Gees. And then we listened to Elvis. And then we listened to the Doors. And we listened to the Stones. And it just go on, on and on. That was, you know, the day in, day out type of thing. All my mom will ever listen to is 80s pop music. <laughs> and... That has made me just, like, have an entire decade that I just, I can't stand. Like, and, like, I'll be honest, like, even just, like, independent of that, I don't really, like, care for 80s pop all that much. But I listen to, like, you know, the turn of the century, like, when grunge was starting to get mm-hmm. going. I love that stuff. hmm But. Same. Yeah. I don't know. I, I guess I'm biased because I don't want to listen to the music that my parents forced me to listen to all the time. Well, my my parents listened to Neil Diamond and Kenny Rogers. So. Oh God, I'm sorry. <laughs> but they no they are 85, so I gotta yeah. know. That's even worse, Holden. though. I'll take my 80s music. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing wrong with a little Kenny Rogers from now. Yeah, no, no, no. Put a little coward in the county. Yeah. My mom always lady. like call my music wangy bangy or something like wangy that. Wangy bangy. <laughs> Wait, that's you like that a new genre. Right? I, I, I listen to like a lot of Linkin Park and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, cause uh, you know, like early 2000s stuff, like while I was in high school and I'd always go in the basement. We had like this little makeshift gym there and I'd lift weights and I'd turn on my music on the radio and she'd always complain about it. <laughs> cause she would go down to like do laundry and she has, the, she does ceramics and she has her, studio set up there and so she'd be like trying to work on her her art and i'm trying to work out and she'd be like turn that down <laughs> wangy bangy i remember like seventh and eighth something grade. like that like, <laughs> yeah. and, and i, I, I know i've listened a little bit of everything like i go all over the place especially mm-hmm. now like with spotify and even like i have a separation between this is the music i listen to while i'm running or just chilling and then this is the music i dance to like, I've gotten to the point where, like, all the music I dance to, no words, um, and it's a lot of classical. Like, well, it's either classical music or it's, like, progressive metal or progressive, like, jazz, like, Animals as Leaders. I have a whole show that I'm developing that is using, like, pretty much all their music. 
and this band called Wardrona, where it's like, um, I, I don't even know how to describe, I guess you call it Viking music. I don't know what it even means. Um, they are saying words, but to me, they aren't words because I don't, I don't want to, I don't like want to know what they're saying. Are they saying like actual English words or is it like Scandinavian? Cause that would be Viking um, language then. It'd be like, Vi- that would I be. I am not sure. Honestly, it's like one of those things where I don't want to look up the lyrics and then like the song <laughs> means something completely different from what I want it to. And I'll be oh, like, yeah, Oh man, yeah. this sucks. Getting your own, uh, artistic interpretation of it. Yeah, well, I mean, for me, it's like when I listen to music, I'm paying paying attention to like how it moves, and mm-hmm. I don't care what the words are. Like, I will not even hear the words because I'm like paying attention to like, okay, like what is the song like doing like musically? Like, and I hear it as like you know it's moving up and down, or the energy's going up and or going down, and um, so that's what I focus on primarily. And I like to keep things kind of on the improv side, but I do like when it comes to like shows of have it pretty planned out especially when it comes to like the themes and like what it what is it really about to me that's what you said during the break like you can't listen to music without like having to, to move and i could see and you know you were sitting you're sitting next to me and you were fidgeting just a little bit when we were playing like inner outlines and discrepancies so yeah i find it hard to sit still in general i drive people nuts because like <laughs> i don't i actually don't like to sit like i'll sit if i'm like trying to like focus on something and like chill like you know if i'm watching tv or something but like i actually have a a super like cheap way of like having a stand-up desk like i just have like a crate that i put on my table at home and i put my laptop on top of it so that i can like stand while i'm like typing or that's like you know just sending messages or like going on facebook mm-hmm. and that kind of thing like i don't like to sit very much so what started first the dancing or the modeling Oh, dancing, definitely. How'd you get into that? That's an interesting question. I mean, it's hard to say when it really started, because, like, I was into dancing when I was, like, in elementary school, but I didn't actually start dancing, like, as a thing that I do, like, until I was, like, 20, and I'm almost 27 now. Um, And it started, actually, with just, like, taking a ballet class. It was the first class, dance class I'd ever taken, even though I, I asked my parents if I could take dance classes, they wouldn't let me. Um, but as soon as I got to college and I got through like my electives, I took a ballet class and I was, I was horrible. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like that was cause I just needed to experiment and like I was living in this uh, tiny apartment that I shared with like another girl and I was just like, uh, I, I remember just dancing around in the living room to this band called Glass Animals, which is like one of the first artists that I actually started dancing to mm-hmm. um and it was just like i didn't care she just like would come through the door and was like what she's like rolling around on the floor okay <laughs> why are you frolicking through the apartment <laughs> like, that's why i've lived alone now because i if i know like most roommates would just find that annoying but i do have a studio now but every once in a while i'll be at home and it's like i just I need to dance like i will just be like getting ready to go do something and just like sudden like bursts of movement happen and I don't even know what they mean. Nothing wrong with that at all. Yeah. Have you ever seen Patrick dance? I haven't. <laughs> it's it's I, I mean it. if you ask certain it's, people it's, it's something. It's no rhythm <laughs> no rhythm whatsoever. I so. would argue honestly, like don't need rhythm to dance. Like 
rhythm is overrated because, like, at least how I hear music, and I, I know I'm weird about everything, but, like, music doesn't always have a rhythm. It, like, changes all the time. It's like, you know, you've got different parts of it, and, like, the energy is always changing. So I, I have trouble just going, like, one, two, three, four. And it's funny, like, whenever I take a dance class, like, there's so many dancers there that are just like, the counts, what are the counts? Can you go over the counts? And I'm like, what counts? Just, like, dance to it. It's not that hard. <laughs> I've never tried. I don't know. But, but there are some dancers where they're just, like, counting one, two, three, four, oh, one, yeah. one, one, their head. I've never done that in my whole life. I w- I at least wouldn't use numbers. It's just, like, like you know, nonsense. So, like, na 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 or something. Like, I'll think that, but not, like, one, two, three, four. Like, I, I don't know. Numbers just don't work for me. And you said you do, do you do any shows in public or just in the, in the studio and video? Um, I do things in public. Like, there's a, something called the St. Louis Fringe Festival that I do, like, every year. I've done that, like, three or four times now. And that's always, like, in Grand Center. I mean, like, with the pandemic, it's been hard. And mm-hmm. I'm kind of, like, just developing a billion shows. I don't even know how many I have now. It, it's They're all just, like, playlists on Spotify. I have, like, 50 playlists or something like that. And some of them are just, like, weird names. The things, like, songs that all, like, somehow, like, are lumped together. There's one called Balcony. <laughs> I've done that. I've, I, I just, because I'm like, I'm going to create a Spotify list real quick, and I'm going to put this song on there just because it's some kind of category that I can't think of right now, and I'll just name it Poop or something, just, just to name it, you know what I mean? I have one called I Want to Pretend It's a Different Time. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just, like, all stuff that's, like, before this thing happened, or and, like, you know, Mostly things I listened to when I was in, like, high school or college. What would be your, like, go-to song that you could dance to? Like, what would be your favorite song right now? Heart Shaped Box by Nirvana. Ah. But it's, like, a song that's so important to me that, like, I don't want to listen to it too much because I don't want to get tired of it. But, like, uh, since it's almost Valentine's Day, that reminds me that I definitely need to do the Rose Dance. Like, I did it, the first time I did it was, like, um, I, I forget what the show was called. It was like a showcase of like a bunch of dance. It was mainly burlesque, but they liked me. And I was just the weirdo did something different. Um, but it, it's a dance like where there's a chair. Um, and I, I haven't danced with chairs in a while. It reminds me. Um, they took out the chairs that I like in my studio, and I keep forgetting. I'm going to ask Amy if I can have my chair back. Because um, I, I don't like the ones in there. They're kind of, like, falling apart. But, like, um, I always put roses on it, and mm-hmm. I destroy them. I know what roses taste like. They don't taste like what you'd want them to taste. <laughs> I don't even know what I what I think a rose would taste like. I don't think I've ever tried one. Well, like, you know, like, now rose water. Like, ro- they're, like, rose-scented things. You smell a rose, yeah. they tend to smell nice, but they don't taste good. Yeah. They're really bitter. Hmm. I don't think I've ever wanted to taste one, but... Just don't eat the thorn. No. That that's true. That that's something I've always had to be careful about. And like, if I grab it, I'm like, okay, well, don't grab it too hard. I know it's like it's kind of a hasty song. <laughs> I gotcha. And um, I I don't know something about like the hey wait that just like gets this like really intense anger and rage in me, and like um, I very quickly came up with like 
the choreography for that, like, just banging on the chair, on the hay, and then on the weight, and and you're, like, turning around the road and you smash. It's, it's fun. I'd like to see that. Be interesting. Valentine's Day, that's what I like to do. Future Facebook Live video, or? Uh, last year, that's how I did it. Because, I, I, I mean, I think we were in lockdown at the time, or at least things just were, like, weird. And mm-hmm. I think, yeah, it was, like, super cold. Like, it was so cold. I'm like, man, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going to my studio. I'm not doing anything. And I just, like, did it from my apartment. I've done some dances from my apartment. I actually did that today. And I didn't even get around to posting the video. I'm kind of, like, trying to draw it out to get everyone to, like, be waiting. Like, wait, what happened? Like, I have a thing for, like, dancing and food or, like, alcoholic beverages. And mm-hmm. so I had one today where I danced in Corona beer. And it was one where I just, like, I really didn't plan it out well enough. Like, I wish that I thought about the various challenges. Like... I bought it chilled, and immediately I poured, I had, I used five, I drank one of them, I got a six pack, and um, I decided I'm going to just dump all of them on myself, and immediately, it was so cold, I was just like <laughs> slugged, and you can see me like, oh, she didn't like that, <laughs> and I'm just like, oh man, I brought four more of these, and it got to almost the end of the song, and I still had two, and I'm like, oh, okay, I'll just pick up both of them, and I'll dump two at the same time, and uh, at one point, and it looked really cool, like, I decided, like, I would just, like, hold it away from myself and, like, pour it mm-hmm. on my hand. <laughs> I can imagine. You said you used It's like the stream of a beer just going, and I wore jeans, which was a really good idea because it, like, soaked some of it. And I had, like, a, a old shower curtain to use. I usually use a tarp when I do stuff like that, but I just thought, you know, I'll just use this because then I don't even care. I'll just throw it away. Because cleaning that stuff is annoying. Oh, I, I bet. It's... <laughs> it's not as bad as peanut butter, though. Like, peanut butter is <laughs> always so... <laughs> I think I saw that video you did a while, yeah, did a while I've, back. I've done that, like, five times by now, and every time I don't plan it out very well... Like, there was one time I actually, I decided, like, okay, I'm going to have somebody get the video for me. I won't always do things by by, by myself. And we went to Forest Park, and I didn't mention that I don't have a car. Um, And he he came in from, I don't remember, it was, like, kind of far away from the city. And it got to the point of, we're in the middle of Forest Park. I don't have a car. He doesn't have space in in his car to give me a ride home. And I'm covered in peanut butter. I all I have is like a few towels and access to a little sink in the bathroom and I'm going to the sink in the little bathroom and there's like just a tiny stream of water that comes out and uh, I just took the Metrolink home like I still smell like peanut butter but I managed to get it most of it wiped off it took me like 45 minutes or something and I just like I had a towel and I just like wrapped my hair up in it so you wouldn't see like the matted mess 
And I, I found it really amusing, and I was kind of glad it worked out that way, and I got a that, video of it. That couldn't I have, can been, only imagine. That couldn't have been the like, first time that somebody's walked around Forest Park smeared in peanut butter. That couldn't have been <laughs> the first time. You know what else? You know what or else? a Metrolink. Yeah, I was just about to say that. Couldn't, that's not going to be the first time that somebody showed up covered in peanut butter on the Metrolink. I was actually, I was really happy about it, and there's part of me was thinking, you know what? I'm not even going to tell him that I don't have a car. I'm going to just see what happens when it gets to the point like, yeah, I can't give you a ride. I thought, you know, well, he might not want to get peanut butter everywhere in his car. <laughs> I don't blame him. But I thought, you know. There's I worse could, things to smell like, I though. I could take the Metro and, like home and I can make a whole thing about it. And then it's like the art's still going because then it becomes this continued, like, performance art thing where now it's like, is anybody going to bother me about this? You really, you really should have just videotaped yeah, you, you getting on Metrolink, smeared in peanut butter, and just seeing people's reaction. Like, what is it? I, I, I should have gotten videos of like the people, but I just had it like I, I decided not to sit down because like I didn't want to get the seats covered with mm-hmm. anything. But I just like stood there and you get this, and I had this video of, like me just like casually standing there. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, that was like one of the best things I ever did. Like, I don't regret that at all. Now the foodie in, in me wants me to ask: Is was it creamy or crunchy? Definitely creamy. People have asked me that before. <laughs> yeah, it's I mean, really it, like, and what brand? Because it does matter. Generic, Just generic Aldi. Aldi, okay, not terrible. You get. I think, mean, I'm not going to creamy. Eat would, it. Creamy would definitely smear easier than crunchy. So crunchy would hurt. Because I've, I'm rolling around and I don't want little like peanut bits but, to be like be, it, it, getting it on my skin. Add to the art, though. Yeah, a little pain in the art. That's that's true. Yeah, I'm not wrong. I know my art. No, I don't. Well, I, don't I, I may try about. crunchy peanut butter at some point. I mean, it's like it's a dance that I like to do a lot. So I'm not done. Okay. It was the finale to a show that I did uh, this summer. And I was surprised they even let me do it because it was like in the Grand in Grand Center. I'm like, are they going to I had to say, like, it's going to end with me covered in peanut butter. But do let me know if that's a problem. I can leave it out. But please let me do it because that's like the whole point. And it's and, and like I'm just thinking to myself, I just want to do the peanut butter part. And I decided like for the show, like because this was the first time I actually did it for a live audience. I've only done it, like, just for a video. But I decided, like, you know, I'm going to try a live audience. And I thought about, like, do I want to, prep, like, prep it? But it's it was outside. And I thought, like, I don't want it to be sitting out forever. So I just, like, made a kind of, like, little dance out of me spreading it. And it took, like, a whole song. It takes a lot of balls to do that. Because yeah. I, know, I know I wouldn't be able to do it. So hats off to you for that. Yeah, you're the guy that walks around that's walked around before in a dress. So, yeah, but I I don't think I would smear peanut butter. I don't. I, see, I know people I don't see, want to see I that. I can see you doing the peanut. <laughs> on I me. can see I you did. doing peanut butter. No, I couldn't do it. What Pineapple it, what? juice is next. I'm in an hospital already today, so uh, now yeah, I, I was going to ask like, what's next when it comes to food wise for you? I yeah, that was one I was gonna do and I forgot about and I also was gonna do ice cream and I also forgot about that one. So that's gonna be next. I just like I don't wanna do that in January because like it's so cold out and I don't really feel like rolling around in ice cream right now. No, that doesn't sound pleasant. What flavor? Because that matters. I, that does matter. Yeah, no, actually like I had a very long quest because I want it to be blue and I 
also I'm vegan, so it's like, do I want to, like, spend a bunch of money on vegan ice cream I'm not going to eat? Like, as long as I'm not eating it, I guess I'm okay with it because I made it anyway. Mm-hmm. Are you vegan? Uh, yeah, I am. Mm. Okay. Mostly. Like, I sometimes will eat things that I am not 100% sure are vegan because of all the weird little additive things. Yeah. Just like, oh, my God, you can make yourself miserable trying to be a... Like, 100% vegan all the time. Yeah, that's got to be rough. It's like, it's just too much time. It is. I'm doing the best I can. You're doing a fine job. (laughs) Like, peanut butter might not even be vegan. Like, because sometimes sometimes the sugar can be, like, ground up with animal Mm. bones. Like, Mm. animal bones are in all kinds of things. You just don't know. Yeah. They sneak in. Okay, well, guess what we're going to do? We're going to take a break, and we're going to come back, and we're going to talk modeling. What are we going to play? We're going to play, rumor has it, Facebook rumor-wise, that this band is going to be releasing a new song this year. And it's a band called Fivefold, and we like them very much. So we're going to jam out to them, and this is like one of their earliest stuff. But anyway, this is Step Back. It's Beyond FM. This is the best of everything, STL. This is Beyond FM 24-7, St. Louis.
some asses wiggling. I want some perfection. Beyond FM. I wanna make you proud that I was close. I'm not even myself, hoping no one knows. Pretend I'm in good health despite the truth. I'm facing my mistakes with the blinded eye. I wish I could erase what goes through my mind and hit the bottom rings with something new. Living in the shadow of who I am I just wanted you to know I'm split in two on February 4th and uh, look forward to that conversation with him. But for tonight, uh, we have uh, Sky Shriver. I'm signing it right, right? Yes. Okay. 
I, we said that in the car, and then yeah, I, I'm I old, like, and I forgot by now. I don't think we now. even actually... No, we never even actually officially... Yeah. Like, Tonight's guest is um, model, dancer, singer-songwriter, um, personality. I'll say that, too, because you are... I don't consider... Because you keep saying you're weird. I don't think you're weird. I just think you're... Unique. Per, you're, you're, you're expressive. That's how I brand myself. Yeah. That's how I bring myself. Oh, people keep telling me I should do stand up, and I'm thinking about adding that to the list of things. Why not? <laughs> Show up. I like on... to just talk about weird shit, and it just comes in my head, and it's like partly just how I say it. I'm old enough. I to... laugh at myself every day. I'm old enough to tell you that do whatever the fuck you want and whatever fits right, then do it. Do if it all. people want to listen you. to me talk, then that's cool. I like to talk about things. Anyway, so I might as well be paid to do it. You should go on Underground STL with Sam and Booster and them, and they will invite you out to do stand-up comedy. Be careful. Stand-up with me will probably be me not having a script and me literally just standing there and talking about that's random the best shit. Way. Just do it. That's, that's the way you're supposed if to do I it. If I planned it out, it just wouldn't be any good because I'd say it like and it's, I oh, and thought they usually about take it. You, those Wednesday nights are usually like open mic night too, mm-hmm. at like the places that Sam goes, and I think Sam actually does get up on stage and does like little yeah. bits and whatnot. So, yeah, you should you should try that. You could add another thing to your repertoire. I might as well. I like to just cover all the things in entertainment. I've I've even done acting. Is this? It's a very special kind of acting, and I just found it on like uh, STL auditions. I'm ex- I think I'm ex- half-ass expecting you to be in like a music video or two in the next like couple of years. I think you would definitely you definitely fit in with a lot of different videos. I've been asked to be in music videos, but they've all of those things have just like fallen apart, kind of. Or it, I'm just still kind of waiting to hear back, and I don't want to be annoying. Be like, hey, you know, so what about that thing where you're gonna make me a fairy? Everyone tells me that I look like Tinkerbell. I can see that. I was yeah. gonna, so I was gonna be Tinkerbell for Halloween, and I ordered a costume like off of Amazon. I thought it just like got stolen or something because that keeps happening to my shit. And it came in December. <laughs> I'm I'm still waiting to hear back from uh, Henry and Lowe about being on their new music video for 21st Century Vampire. That would be pretty cool. My friend was in one of theirs. Turned him into a vampire. Um. No, she was a. Uh, I don't remember what she's doing exactly, but she was, like, in, in some of, the, like, the scenes that they had, you know, like, as the story mm-hmm. playing out, you know, while they're singing. That's awesome. I, I I was asked to be in a music video, and then it never happened. It was something where, like, one of these metal bands or something, and they were going to do it in, like, this church, and I was going to be, like, the priest guy. Yeah. They wanted, like, an... Old looking priest. I don't know. Like, and it's time. I'm like, take that. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. Okay. I'd be like, excuse me. Do they not know you're not like allowed within like 500 feet? I'll catch fire. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I will warn you: if you ever go on underground STL, do not put the headphones directly on your ears because they, for some reason, they have it turned up way loud. And Sam is a very loud talker as well. Yeah, so I, I made that mistake the first time. I think I had I my too. I had my cans on <laughs> okay. all the way, and within the first thirty seconds, Sam was just so over the top and so loud mm-hmm. that yeah, I couldn't hear right for at least a week after dealing with it. I don't know how they they do it. 
hearing they loss. They have an archaic board. Yeah, the, like the, their whole si- like not to talk shit on Underground STL because we love those guys. Mm-hmm. I love Sam. I love Booster. I love everybody involved with Underground STL. But goddamn, is some of their stuff like totally outdated? Yeah, but there has to be some sort of output control. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean Jesus Christ. I mean Jesus Christ. You, if you listen to any like past episodes with me and Booster, you'll hear like Booster accidentally hit the table and it just reverberates <laughs> through the, through the table, through the stand, into the mic. It's like yeah, you, like you just have that way, turned up way too loud. Maybe they're just trying to go for like the vintage style. <laughs> Dude, I mean, vintage. people in music are so weird. They're like, they're very specific. And I just kind of sit over like, yeah, okay, yeah, that's the right way to do it, okay. Just, but think, then I hear somebody else say something different. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know what's right. Y'all just think that, like, especially when it comes to, like, what DAW you're supposed to use. They're like, the people are just like, you have to use Pro Tools. Nothing else is mm-hmm. right. You can't use anything else. And I played around. I, I, I'm terrible with that stuff, but I, I've tried to record things. I actually like GarageBand, okay? It makes sense to me. Oh All the God. other ones don't mm-hmm. make sense to me. Hey. Pro Tools. Now you're bringing up, like, painful memories of Broadcast Center. It wasn't until like the last like couple of section like couple of units that they put you through that you learn like the great things of Adobe Audition, and then when I got down to like Cape Girardeau oh, and then it. out to uh, Mexico, I Missouri, saw. Oh. What is that? <laughs> you wouldn't talk about how dated. I was, I was pro at saw. <laughs> wasn't that unit like? What was that unit like? One through three when it comes to like uh, production. Yeah, it over was there. saw, then Cool Edit Pro, and then Pro Tools, and then yeah. Audition. I think. And well, actually, they put it. They no, that was like Cool Edit or no? Uh, saw was the first two units of Audition. Of uh, production, and then they you put know what ours through. was, uh, what mine was, the first two things of production, huh? Reel to reel. Yeah, you want to talk, man? What what year did you graduate, or year did you go? Uh, mine was ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. So seventeen? No shit. Fuck a long time. Twenty one years between the two times that we the times that we went. <laughs> yeah. So you know it still like cracks me worlds. up about that. It still cracks me up about that. That remember that long hallway in and they would have like the people that like yeah. the the eight by tens mm-hmm. of like Mark Close <laughs> and Radio Rich Dalton, mm-hmm. right? Well then around like 2010, 2011 when I went there, they added in Scott uh Scott Rizzuto from and the Rizzuto show. He didn't even go there. Jeff Burton. Uh, he didn't go there. <laughs> Wait, which school is it? Is the it Broadcast Center. The oh, Broadcast okay. Center. Yeah, this, this is down on Southampton, like really right down the street. And that's where we both went to for broadcasting school. Mm-hmm. Because like, you know, you go to like someplace like Jeffco or St. Louis, like, Mer- like Merrimack, they didn't have like radio programs. No, I think. They had like uh, TV programs. So we went and did our own thing there. And you get taught by like, different people within like the St. Louis industry like yeah. Kane mm-hmm. uh, when he was still around uh, Sean Streeter uh, oh god uh, Larry Connors from KMOV he was there to teach you how to do news writing mm-hmm. and then Chris Kerber was there for the play by play when I was there I don't know who was teaching play by play when you were there I don't know I didn't do any play by play so I didn't know what is play by play the guys that like describe the game as it's happening on the oh, radio. Oh, yeah, it's one of the sports stuff. I yeah, don't yeah, get. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But yeah, I really long... like. I am ignorant about sports, and it's gotten to the point where it's like, I, it's kind of my thing. It's like I, I don't know what that is, and I find it amusing when people talk about things. Where it's like everybody's supposed to know that, and I don't know it. <laughs> That's okay. Tones the same way. But we know we you do know a lot of stuff about modeling, though. Yeah. So where where did that all start? Uh it started. I think like actually like just with art modeling. And I don't even remember, like, the chain of events that led to that. I mean, I've had people, like, tell me before, you should be a model. Like, and all the way back in high school, I thought about doing it. Like, I remember it started with, like, I did my senior pictures, and they just looked awesome. And I thought, you know, I actually enjoyed that. I liked the photo shoot. <laughs> like, I wanted to keep doing it. I just, for the longest time, didn't really know how to, like, monetize it. And St. Louis is kind of a weird city when it comes to that, because... Uh, you know, there are a lot of photographers that expect you to pay them. And then there's also this, what they call trade for photo, where nobody pays anybody, mm-hmm. which I, I don't do that anymore. I did. I used to occasionally like, ah, okay, fine. I really like, I, I don't want to like play favorites, you know, because that's a danger with that. Because normally I charge rates and I Stay I can understand it if it's a project that. that would benefit both of you at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. If I have, like, you know, a really specific thing, like, say I want, like, photos of, like, a dance that I'm doing, then sure, I'll do trade for photo. But if it's, like, a shoot where, like, especially when I'm traveling to you, then, yeah, I oh, expect yeah. you to pay me. Definitely. So I end up going to Chicago a lot. It's my, like... I almost make more. Well, no, I, th- I I think I actually work with more people in Chicago than St. Louis at this point. Do you think there's just because there's more photographers up there, or more agencies up there, or? Uh, well, it's a bigger city, and so there's definitely a lot more people to work with. And I think like Chicago's mindset is a little different. You get a little bit of everybody, but my experience with Chicago photographers is that they think more about, like, time is money, and they're, like, very good about, you know, saying, hey, this is what I want, and they book a studio, and they give me an address, and I show up, and it's just like, boom, 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 and it's like, whoa, we're already done, okay. I will say that the pictures that I have seen, you're very open to just about anything as long as it you know is tasteful yeah but i mean like the stuff that you're in a bird cage and and things like that that are, are a little bit outside that's the box like, than anybody else that's actually like probably in my almost i don't know about now but for a while at least i was saying like that's like my favorite shoot i've ever done and all it was is like well, there's this place called FD Studios in Chicago that I've shot in a lot, and they have, like, different rooms that have, like, different props, and there's one where uh, they have, well, or was that FD Studios? I'm trying to think. Maybe it was a different one, but it, they had this bird cage, and I immediately saw that, and I was like, man, we've got to use that. <laughs> and there's this one shot where I'm kind of, like, I'm, like, in a fetal position, but, like, on my side, and it just, like, it's super moody and artistic and weird. It's like one of my favorite images. Where do you get some of your inspiration from? Um, From my dance. I mean, I literally like will just start doing poses from like the kinds of movements that I do. That's why I pose the way that I do. It's because like I 
take the kinds of movements I like to do in my studio, and we just, like, end up getting stills from it. Like, I had, um, there's a shoot I did last week that <laughs> I, um, I actually couldn't stop laughing for a lot of it, because the, the photographer was just, like, very, like, intense about what he wanted, and, like, he kept saying, super shot! <laughs> and I just, and, and we were trying to, like, put these feathers on me, and he wanted to, like, have them positioned as right, but they wouldn't, they, they're peacock, peacock feathers, and they kept wanting to, like, turn, so you, like, didn't have the, like, prettier side, mm-hmm. and you get so frustrated, then they won't play, it's just, I couldn't stop laughing, but, like, um, at the end of that, we literally, like, we just turned on Billie Eilish, because that's, like, one of my go-to oh, for, yeah. like, getting me to be emotive. Um, and I had an escort with me. Like, he knew me that, like, okay, yeah, let's just turn on Billie Eilish. And we had these, like, chains dangling from, I think, like a, like, a post or something. And I just, like, danced naked with chains to Billie Eilish, and that was, like, very much a sky thing to do. Mm-hmm. that was, like the highlight of it and laughing at peacock feathers. <laughs> so you say you have like an escort with you, like just for protection or, um, well, yeah, in this case it was like, it was kind of a ways from where I live and it was just like, you know, a new photographer and he's like, you know, I, I don't know. He knew the photographer and I didn't. It was something where like, he like was looking for a model who was willing to do nude and I do nude. So like, it just like worked out. Like I, it's better I, be safe than sorry. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I could definitely be better about having an escort, and that's one of those things where everyone has like different ideas about what, like, when should you take one. Some people, are like, oh, I won't, you know, go to a shoot if I don't have one, and other people are more willing to like take a risk. Like my thing is more like I'm pretty good about reading people, so I if something's off, I just I don't go. Like I call it off. And I, I'm good about, you know, just letting people know, like, hey, I'm going to be here at this place. Like, if you don't hear from me, like, just call 911 or something or, like, figure out, like, yeah. what's going on. But it's definitely a very dangerous industry. Like, I don't think people even appreciate, like, how many, like, horrible things can go wrong. And it, it's hard to be safe. I wish there were, like, better answers and... I feel like, I don't know, St. Louis is just, like, especially bad when it comes to, like, photographers just, like, doing things they shouldn't. And um, we do the best we can, like, as a community to, like, just let people know. And I'm I'm definitely, like, one of the most vocal models when it comes to, like, anybody who's, like, you know, done something they shouldn't have. Like, mm-hmm. we have a chat. It's called the St. Louis Model Chat. And we just, like... Well, people will ask, like, hey, have you worked with this person? And and people will say, like, oh, yeah, this happened. Or, oh, yeah, they're awesome. Or we'll come forward with, like, stories of, like, things that have happened. And um, I, I tend to, like, just think, you know, even if I can't warn, like, everybody, I can at least let, like, this group know. And people can kind of, like, oh, send yeah. the, you know, people will talk. Like, I, I think St. Louis is getting pretty good at least about like being able to just like support one another when it comes to like the bad apples and let people know because it is it's just a safety thing it's not like about you know like who's cool and who's not Mm. like we're all just wanting to like have a safe community where nobody's hurt exactly i've noticed that (laughs) in the last like couple of years on like social media there's been um what was it there was a there was a group uh, I remember 
like the during it was like during the me like the very start of the Me Too movement, mm-hmm. and a lot of people from like STL were getting like a lot of the guys or individuals that were like part of like doing the bad shit around like St. Louis. They were getting called out, and they were always like involved in like different things in like Tower Grove and stuff like that. Like they were like the well-known guys of like Tower Grove and it turns out they were like scumbags and stuff like that. So it's been since then, since I've noticed like a lot of people like, um, there's a friend, I have a friend, uh, she does like a little bit of modeling, uh, Paige, uh, Bruner. You ever heard anything that she's done? Uh, yeah, that name definitely sounds familiar she's to also me. In, she's also a nail tech and she, was going she was posting like on the daily about like certain dudes down in Tower Grove that were that kind of getting called out during that. So it's been since like as the they should. That. Yeah, as they should. So let's say something positive. name a few uh photographers that you do like to work with. You read my mind. <laughs> um there's, well, I, I think, like, most of the names that come to mind are actually in Chicago. Like, there's a, a guy, his name's Mike Sells, um, and he's the one who did that shoot with the birdcage. Mm-hmm. Um, like, he's just a naturally creative person, and we just immediately connected, and we're able to, like, come up with stuff. Like, he likes to kind of get into, like, a light BDSM stuff, but it's always, like, creative. Like, we did this one shot where, like, I don't know how I came up with this idea. Like, we had uh, a rope tied to, like, my hair and, like, a ponytail. And then he, like, tied it to, like, the, I think, my feet. So, it's, like, it just, you know, it was a really unique position. And that that's the thing about, like, you know, doing any kind of, like, BDSM and Shibari shoots. Like, I feel like it just gets such a bad rep. Like, it's really a creative kind of shoot to do. There's so many possibilities. Like, Shibari, that's actually an art form that originated in Japan. It goes back, like, some something or other BC. Like, it's something that goes way back. And it's, like, it really is an art form. Like, I couldn't do it. I mean, like, people, like, learn these really intricate ties that just look pretty. So, like, and, and that's the stuff that I like to focus on, like, the artistic stuff. Gotcha. People like focus in on like the stigma and stuff like that is what you're saying, basically. Yeah, I I think that there really is like still a big stigma against BDSM, and that's something that I'm trying to change, especially with like the projects I've been working on with my dance. Um, I have something called BDSM Ballet, and this was something I was just thinking about today. Like, I feel like there is such a big like kind of stereotype of BDSM as being like this very like tough like chains and like leather and I'm like flipping it on its head completely and I'm taking classical music and I'm using ballet form and wearing a tutu and um wearing like handcuffs and like you know just exploring BDSM as more of like courtship and being Mm. you know like pretty and I, I don't see why it always has to have this like danger rough like edge to it like there's different ways of of approaching like the basic concepts and so that's something that like i like to explore and 
Um, it'd be cool to bring that into, like, some of my shoots, too. Because I think, like, it's easy for photographers to kind of get stuck in stereotypes with that, too. And, like, we'd be like, okay, yeah, like, you say you do like to, to do, like, BDSM shoots. Okay, here's, like, some uh, handcuffs and rope. And I guess, like, okay, wear a blindfold. And it's like, but everyone's seen that before. Yeah. And that's what they're expecting. Just, and I'm not really about that. Just reply back going, okay, Christian Gray. Yeah. Even a little more <laughs> right, original. right, and and you look at that story, and it's like that guy's a creep, mm-hmm. and I I hate that. Like when you say BDSM, like the you know people don't really know much about it. Like they'll immediately go to them and be like, "Oh, so you like the Christian Gray shit?" Yeah, Fifty Shades, of, like, Fifty Shades uh, of Grey stuff. Yeah, no, <laughs> there's so much more to it. Oh yeah, yeah. So you haven't worked with like any like St. Louis photographers you'd enjoyed yet, or? Because we know plenty of photographers around the area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jason, Daniel, list goes on and on. So, um, I there definitely are some photographers in St. Louis that I like. Um, I just like again with St. Louis, I've just had issues with people not wanting to pay, um, which is fine, and I respect that. And there definitely are like some talented people here. Um, but I still like because like modeling is my job. I kind of go where the money is. Oh, yeah. Got to pay the bills. Sure. There is somebody um like speaking still on BDSM. I I like to work with his. He goes by Robert Granis, and he has a um a studio. It's in kind of like it's in Afton, um and we've done several shoots now um with like Shabari ties and stuff. And I I just it's a blast to work with him. And we we come up with some really like creative like lighting too. Like his lighting is always unique and. He'll go in and, like, add various filters. And I think, like, adding black and white, actually, with, like, uh, anything with rope just looks moodier. And I love that style. Yeah, I love black and white pictures. Yeah. Um, what, can, what kind of advice and stuff can you give somebody that's kind of up and coming or thinking about doing it? Or hmm. I, I'd say, like, definitely decide what your limits are. Then that was, like, one of the biggest things that I made a mistake with because, like, I didn't really know. And I think, like, it's easy to get kind of, like, stuck in, like, well, the photographer wanted to do this, so I just went along with it. Like, there's nothing wrong with you saying, no, I'm not comfortable with that. Like, some models won't do nude. I will just because, like, I, I see it as just, like, art. I think, like, it's just a natural canvas for... Mm-hmm for like creating artistic images and since I'm like focused more on art and not like commercial but like definitely think hard about like are you okay with nude are you okay with implied where you know it's nude but you know you're covered and like there's just a lot of like limits to think about and it could have like a big impact on you later in life like if you're wanting to do like some sort of like normal person nine to five job I never will be able to do that I'm definitely an entertainer and that's, like, definitely what I'm going to do with my life, like, going forward. So I feel, like, comfortable doing, like, more edgy stuff because that's just, like, who I am. And it fits, like, everything else I'm doing, too. Like, it comes to, like, my dancing. and It all just kind of bleeds together. But there's some people, maybe they're just doing it for fun. And yeah. they still have, like, a normal job that they're doing. Like, and that's totally fine. So it's all about, like, like, what are you comfortable with? What else are you doing with your life? Because you don't want, like, things to haunt you later. And be like, oh, man, I wish I had posed nude. <laughs> but I do think that, like, 
uh, society's like views on that stuff is increasingly like becoming more open minded, especially when it came to like the pandemic and it forced so many people to like have an OnlyFans and whatnot, you mm-hmm. know. And I don't even have one. And I'm I'm big on that. I don't have one yet either. <laughs> because like I just You said I, you want you said you were going to and you're gonna do it like just you eating I'm, tacos. I, I, there there's got there's a fetish for everything. I That's mean I'm true. sure I can make money off of it. Just some bad white, white guy bearded white, tacos. white bearded radio star <laughs> eating tacos that Feet. would get mm, yes Feet. make you money. Tony uh, does have a foot fetish, so that makes I don't sense. even get what's so attractive about my feet though, because like they got these calluses from dance, and it's just they, my nails are always kind of like mangled because. Some people I, like that. I yeah. guess, yeah. I'm not going to judge. There's, you a, want, like, there's dance a niche for everything. Mm, Hey, didn't you say uh, like last week? I saw a post last week or something like that. You said that there was like a fake Instagram account. Somebody took like a bunch of your photos and created like another Instagram account. Yeah, yeah, that's actually like been a big issue lately. And like, I know a lot of other St. Louis models have had this happen. Like, it's so easy for somebody to just like. I guess they like screenshot your images and then they like make a fake account. And they, like, claim, oh, yeah, like, I have this, like, you know, link that'll, like, get you, like, special content. And some somebody made one of me. I luckily got it taken down. But, like, there's some people where, like, even though they get tons of people reporting it, like, it's still up. But, yeah, that happens to, like, a lot of models. I almost took it as, like, a compliment because I'm like, oh, I guess this means that, like, I'm a well known enough that somebody thought that they can make money off of me, but like also no, that's not me, and that's not how I model. Yeah, it happens. I thought about stealing stuff from Patrick Booz. <laughs> Don't you dare make, make an account. I mean, and Roger, like you said, that that is kind of a compliment because people are you're doing so well. Someone's trying to like cop your style, basically. And that only happens to a lot of, like, bigger, well-known... That happens to, like, mainly towards, like, bigger, well-known, like, models and stuff like that. So, you get, you could take that as a compliment a little bit. They're still an asshole. I, but, I'm yeah. trying to look at it that way, but I'm still pretty pissed about it. I'm glad Sorry. that... Like, <laughs> I don't know what that was. I'm Blue's glad, just, like, uh, took the lead somebody at least, like... I, I don't remember who it was, but, like, they're like, hey, so is that you? Like, I'm not sure this is you, but if it's you, then okay. <laughs> yeah, there's strange people out there. You're one of them. <laughs> a little bit. So go ahead. And- I, I, I'm one of those strange people, too. It's all right. We're all one big happy family. Right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Are you waiting for an answer for me? Yes, I am. Just waiting for your opinion on that. Dysfunctional, but yeah. Yeah. All right, so uh, where can they find you on the socials to see? That's what like, I was going to ask. Yeah, see your next Fucking performance. Blocker. <laughs> <laughs> see your next next performance. Like you have, pay, I know you have like an Instagram page. Yeah, uh, like when it comes to my dance stuff, the easiest thing is just Sky St. Louis. That's just all lowercase and no weird characters or anything. And I, I mostly just post little, like, one-minute videos on there that sort of, like, give you a teaser of what I'm working on. 
Um, Because it's just like sometimes I just need to share things. I don't like to keep it to myself, but it's always like the random shit I start doing. Like, and and I I have so much that I want to post I can't even keep up anymore. Like, uh, one day I just I don't know what started. I was like I just need to to like roll around on the floor to some Dave Grohl music, and they were pretty good. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. That's that's how Tony starts his mornings. That's what I do. Put a little fool on and roll around on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> now it is. It, I appreciate you coming in, and it is nice to get to know you in person. Yeah, we were just talking about. It's like, wait, I've known you for a long time on social media, but like, I've never seen you in person. This is weird. Three years of yeah, two or three years of being Facebook friends. Yeah. yeah, that's how people know people now. Like, especially COVID, it, it yeah. just gives you an extra excuse. Well, no, I don't want to be around people. You just will make me sick. Yeah, introverts are all like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, we're gonna get out of here, and so we can one. We're gonna fix it. We're, we're gonna fix Patrick's stuff. Yeah, real quick, real quick. Or at Hopefully. least test it. See how. Patrick's bought himself some some Nash equipment. Yep. So we're going to step up our game. Uh, I, you don't I, have to I don't know if this is supposed to be a surprise or not, <laughs> so I'm just going to spoil it anyway. Hopefully it's not too much of a spoiler. When I tell you this, Jeff and Jen just bought a Roadcaster too. Nice. So we are going to be pimping this bitch. Damn right. <laughs> no, no, Nobody else in town has got three Roadcasters to their nope. name. Nope. No. So no, that means we, we just can, get mine working. That means we can. We're up for more interviews and uh, more content, more content, more liners, more live events, yeah. things like that. And so we're going to be pushing it. Just going to be looking like jackasses running around with three roadcasters. Yeah. <laughs> um. Like I said, though, thank you for coming in. And Appreciate it. Was, yeah, it, was it, was, it was a pleasure talking to you. Um, next week we uh, we're going to be here. Um, I don't know if there's going to be a Thursday night show yet because um, I don't know. But next week we'll be here with West Hoffman. Yep, and that should be a pretty good show. And Wednesday he, I'll be on Underground STL with Sam. Yeah, so stay tuned for that. And then well, and then Thursday night if they don't catch it Wednesday night, they can hear it here on Thursday night. Yep, at nine o'clock. Yes, sir. Yeah. So, other than that, uh, make sure you uh, check us out online at beyondfm24-7.com. Also, our free app for Android and iOS. It's called Beyond FM 24-7. Download that. You can enjoy the best of everything STL all day, all night. Also, on Spotify, you can listen to this show or uh, plenty of the shows that we've recorded in the past, including Beyond FM Live and Talking Dollars with Ten Cents. A lot of cool interviews and fun stuff, and um, a lot of great artists have come through here, and we appreciate them all. So many more to come. And now so we have our first model more. slash singer-songwriter slash dancer. I just do everything. Yeah. You you're tri- right now, down. you're a triple threat with more stuff to come. So I'll stand up as coming. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. I'll go ahead and pimp out the, the, the shows that are coming up real quick. Uh, you can and you can see all these on our Facebook page, but let me pull it back up here as I waste time. I know next week is uh, Wes Hoffman on the 28th, and then uh, Arthur Yorn is on uh, February f- No, I said 4th. It's February 7th. 
Um, oh, Brandon Long is on January 31st, Ghost 314. And then on the 14th, we're going to have a special uh, presentation with a band called Mad Love. Um, great band. Um, those of you who are, f- are familiar with the Hush List will we'll truly like Mad Love because it is Christopher Curd and also Chris Hobbs. And that was part of the hush list right there. And then also on the 21st, we will have DJ Moff in the house, the legendary DJ Moff. And then on uh, the 28th of February, we will have Chris Hobbs, who I just mentioned before, but he's been part of so many good bands, including um, the hush list, Greek fire, Cavo. And so that's going to be a great conversation. And then on the 14th of March, we will have Lydia's Castle. Uh, they are from, they are based in Nashville, but they are from St. Louis. So we will enjoy that conversation as well. So thank you for all of you for tuning in. And uh, we look forward to uh, what's to come. And uh, this is Beyond FM. Oh, one thing, I'm going to leave the, one more thing. Oh, wow. As soon as I put, bring up the screen here. Uh, band playing here at Gaslight Lounge on February 19th talking about Animical Drive, and uh, it's going to be a little intimate release party. And it should be a good time, so make plans for that. So we're going to leave you with them, and this is called Say We'll Be Fine, and it's on Beyond FM. See the best of everything STL. We mean everything. We are so serious. They're fucking hot. Are you out of your mind? Beyond FM.